done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. It's it's uh, a, a rainy day in Mannenberg, the great the great uh, you know kind of petty bourgeois aristocracy, you know the rich aristocrats of the now libertarian utopia Mammonberg. Um, had an official wedding, but unfortunately, the uh, the train fares now privatized were so high that three of his groomsmen weren't even able to make it. Uh, Phil, the aristocrat, is gone. He's off getting married, and three groomsmen sit outside of uh, of a twenty billion dollar fare train, smoking cigarettes. Uh, drinking out of a flask, commemorating their good friend Phil. These these abandoned groomsmen are, of course, uh, me, Josiah Sutton, and then we've got Jackal. Hi, everybody. Hold on, I'm gonna take a take a sip of this uh, this flask. Sorry, I've been hogging to everybody. It just this is man. This is this is even more <laughs> man. Man, this is uh, this is even more depressing than the time that uh, Mayor Mayor Stewart. Um, privatize the roads. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, he did. When I asked him, like, why did he do that? I sent the, uh, a petition in as to why he was privatizing the roads, and we had to pay a seventeen thousand dollar fare to even take our car out to drive like um like a half a mile. Uh, he then sent a letter back asking if I was smarter than God, so I wasn't really sure what. To do. <laughs> He did yeah. also send some mushrooms too. I didn't ask for them, but he sent them. <laughs> just, just an envelope of like psilocybin just arrives, you know. Again, I did not ask for them. They were unsolicited. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I, despite the fact that we're stuck here outside of the train station, where things are just kind of just incredibly depressing, I can reconcile myself with this. Our boy Phil is getting married, and boy, he's gotten am I married happy for him. He's got him married. By the time that you're listening to this episode, he's been married. He's for married as shit. He's married as shit. He's a he's officially a wife guy. A wife guy. Uh, and we've got the other the other uh, beleaguered groomsmen. You know the the fellow millionaire that couldn't f- afford the billion dollar train fare. Noam Chamsky, Josh Christensen himself. Hey everybody, it's me. I'm back. Uh, Tycoon of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I I I run the city of Chicago, uh, but I I keep a house in Mammonburg. Uh, we outnumber the coastal elites this episode, Josh. Yeah. We did it, <laughs> and somehow, you know, somehow, will, I'm will, still, uh... I'm still enough civilization present <laughs> over the two of you, Hicks. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I, I, you know, we've uh, right, we've laid claim to this train station, and uh, we can only uh, go from here. You know, we're sitting here. I, I have, I have refused the flask, but I have, I have pulled out a, a jar of uh, adrenochrome from my overcoat, and I've started dipping my cigarettes in it. Uh, and, 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 and it is now that I can, uh, I can truly appreciate the beauty of the free market at work, and I'm, I'm just kind of like, you know, seeing this <laughs> glorious vision of. Uh, 
you know, like heavenly light uh, descending from the sky and just and just bathing the train station uh, in uh, in a in a beneficent glow. And I'm just like, it's it's okay. This is this is what Phil would have wanted. Exactly. This is this, this is, is what the way Phil things had to be. Um, and yeah, yeah, everything is fine. Everything everything's is yeah. good. Hey Josh, can I uh, can I can I try some of that adrenochrome? Yeah, yeah. Can I more can where I that came that? from? It's legal now. I'm yeah. dipping my cigar. <laughs> in adrenochrome. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can pour this in the flask. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, welcome to Mammonberg, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Um, we we uh, yes, as we have said, it is it is a, a kind of a weird episode. Both Finch is and Phil are gone. Finch is at Phil's wedding, and Phil is uh, wet wedded. He is getting wedded. So it's just it's just the boys here. It's just the those of us who couldn't make that that drive or flight yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, Phil decided Phil decided to get married right during finals. So son yep. of a bitch. And uh, Josiah, Phil your... decided to get married in New Jersey. Uh, that was he my decided, issue. I can't. He, despite you, kept suggesting he get married in in a uh, a pig farm in Iowa. In Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like an have. abandoned church out out in the <laughs> <laughs> middle of nowhere. Strange, faded pro life signs surrounding it. Like that's the kind of Midwest aesthetic that I think he should have embraced. But and I mean, I yeah. think that we were we were thinking about Chicago, but according to to Alex Jones, Chicago is is a war zone. So yeah, it it's, is. It's all it's all just ashes. But I mean, uh, it's it's the slate is clean. The slate is clean. The city will rise again. <laughs> Chicago. The Chicago Commune was coming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a packed ass episode here because um, we haven't talked about the news in a while. We skipped for Thanksgiving, and then before that, we did like a bunch of not news stuff. So, so we're here. We're doing the news. We're doing the news. We haven't, and we haven't done a so news episode news. in a in a good while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, um, and I, I think Josh has to come on for news episodes. Yeah. Nowadays. That seems to be a, a generally right. Recurring yeah, theme. yeah. I, I, have, I have special insight into the uh, into current events. Uh, we also like I, making Josh sad. Right. Yeah, we like we like that. <laughs> yep. Uh, every, uh, yeah, yeah. Josh, let's see. Was the last? I mean, the last like true news episode was um, was when we had Josh on at the beginning of October to talk about um, uh, uh, Rod Dreher being gay. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and know, now we're and, back for more fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. The world has just gotten uh, more coherent and saner. In mm-hmm, about two mm-hmm. months. Uh, That's true. The beautiful dialectic is is happening as we speak right now. We have we're achieving freedom. It's you know it's moving up the. We, the dialectic we never even toward. talked about the fact that Elon bought Twitter. Like that whole thing. We've never even talked about it. Over. Well, because I mean, it. What do we have to say about that? <laughs> you uh, know, nothing, like... nothing that can be recorded. Yeah. It, I, I will say if I you mean, want more interesting stuff on that, listen to Trash Future. They did a pretty good episode about it. Yeah, but. that was that was really good. I mean, I can I can always riff about like Roko's Basilisk and like Curtis Yarvin and shit, but uh Yeah. 
you know th- well you're gonna get that opportunity anyway don't you worry because oh, we're talking yeah. about kanye west's here <laughs> I, I would just like it's to all, uh, quickly shout all... out a uh, a great informational video called elon's blue checkmark by meat canyon very interesting has some details on elon's long lost uh bromance with his best friend uh alleged best friend covering myself legally mm. here uh Go go check that out for anybody who uh, has some interest in the topic. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, I haven't watched it, but I, I trust Jackal's judgment. And I will send Josiah it after after we record. Yeah, there we so go. that he has no choice but to but put, to put it, it in the show notes. notes. But you know what? Let's fucking do it. Let's dive in. Let's talk about um, Kanye West and his best friend, uh, a man known as Adolf Hitler. Um, <laughs> No, sorry, Nick Fuentes. Same thing, though. And, uh, you know, with Hitler, the more I learn about that guy, the more I don't care for him. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Kanye West, he's starting to get exhausted. And nothing, there's nothing redeeming about the guy. I tell the guys, I go, how on earth could these Germans, like, uh, follow this... Once was widely considered as one of the most brilliant minds in music. And they're like, oh, he was a, an incredible public speaker. People also loved how outspoken he was. Today, they wish he would shut the hell up. Oh, he could uh, hypnotize you with his public speaking. Check out what he said on an interview with Alex Jones. And then I see him, he's like, strictly, strictly, strictly. Especially oh, Hitler. How about that one? Yeah. Let's just let's just this, this saga of how we ended up where we are. Where also by next week, the information that we provide to you probably might be out of date because this is just continuing to roll. So keep that in mind. Who yeah. wants to give us a rough breakdown of what the fuck has happened? Yeah, um, I, I can give it a shot here. And yeah, like I don't I don't love doing like celebrity news type stuff. But the thing is, and why. I, why I'm not like worried about giving too much airtime to Kanye is because I think he's he's already getting enough of it, and I think it reflects something crazy going on right now. Yeah, it. I, I do think it it does say something. Um, but yeah, I mean the fast version is I mean we we don't need to go into all the history um of like Kanye West's you know kind of slow public uh walk into insanity that he's been doing but needless to say of course in the last few months he's picked up a particularly anti-semitic edge to that and the more criticism he's gotten the more he's doubled down on it and he started to align himself with more and more right-wing figures um and so this this kind of boiled over a couple was it a week ago now uh nick he, he he started hanging out with nick fuentes and uh him and nick fuentes met up with donald trump um which, by the way, was a, was a pretty funny meeting because uh, Kanye asked Trump to be his vice president in the coming presidential run. Oh my which god! Which is incredibly funny. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Some of two of the most fevered egos the human race has ever produced. Uh, <laughs> like pure nightmare I don't know, ne- rota- rotation. Yeah, ne- negotiating a, a what. Uh, a sort of mutual fascination and disgust with each other, but they just don't know how, like, both of them have to be on top. One has to dominate the other. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, like, I, it's, there was a meeting of the minds of 
Trump and Ghani announced that he's going to run for president um, in 2024, which he did before. But this time, it seems that he might be trying to seek the Republican nominate uh, nomination, especially with the kind of breakdown between him and Trump, which has been facilitated by his meeting with. We don't really know, as far as I understand it, we don't really know the full details of how he met Nick Fuentes. And later on, we'll find out when he did his uh, PIM tool uh, interview slash breakdown milo yiannopoulos who's also and then in the alex jones interview uh ali alexander so true truly just the worst people all in the same room together yeah yeah he had met uh which i'm going to assume that everyone listening to this episode and broadly our show you know who nick fuentes is i think everyone everyone who's listening to this show and everyone here, we all have either an awareness or know who Nick Fuentes is. He's a Nazi. Nick Fuentes is a is a Catholic fascist, straight up. There is no other way of describing him. And this seems to have coalesced along with key with uh, Kanye's continued hyper religiosity, which has increased with time to the point where I think Kanye's a theocrat now. Because during the Alex interview, he said that he wants law, like all law to be governed by uh, his perception of what Christianity is. He also, um, I think he agreed with Nick Fuentes that he wants to put blasphemy laws on the books, specifically relating to Christianity. Right. Wasn't there some stuff about like, uh, you know, we need like the best CEOs or something running the the country? This is what I... I, that's pure Kurt. That's pure mold bug. That's Curtis. Young yeah, exactly. That, that was why I was saying you were, you were going to have your chance to talk about, right. um, about mentioning this early too, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he, uh, he does, he does say he's clearly getting stuff from Nick Fuentes. Um, I think that's pretty apparent. Um, he's repeating a lot of talking points from him, but he's, you know, he's pulling from Nick Fuentes, like Curtis Yarvin shit, like straight up. Um, you know, he's looking for the cathedral. He's, uh, you know, he's, oh man, it's, it's straight up like the great innovators, the Randian innovators, those are the ones that are going to save us. You know, we need, we need a, 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 a monarchist capitalist to take over. Right. The, yeah, the benevolent dictator CEO to properly manage the affairs of the nation. Uh, and, that always and, works so and, well. I, yeah. Reinstill no. the vigor in the people or whatever. Guys, I have a question. What this? So, what is like a kind of corporatist political structure that is also combined with far right wing culture <sighs> or talking points? What's it called? What would that be called? Um, huh. Oh, I'm gonna. Fascism, I, 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 guys, it's fascism. That's the. Oh, it's, it's fascism. <laughs> yeah, right. oh, okay. All right. I was. I was gonna say like this sounds similar to what that that Italian guy wrote about yeah. in that in that little in that pamphlet. It's just familiar. Yeah. So yeah, Kanye is a fascist now. Uh, pretty straight up. Uh, what we and and so uh, yeah, yeah. And it seems to be, from what I've gathered, I mean, it's really tied in with like you know this crisis of identity as as an artist. So he sees Hitler as this like you know thwarted artist, right? Who is able to reshape society and his and his image. Um, fuck. Where am I going with this? I don't know. Just doing a little yeah, armchair psychoanalysis of uh, the uh, one of the most influential pop stars uh, in recent memory. Um, should we uh, should we go through a little bit of a timeline as to how we got here? Sure, sure. Okay, so 
It should be known that apparently the album Ye, Kanye wanted to title Hitler. <laughs> so, this goes back. So, Kanye wanted to title Ye Hitler. So, that is, I should note, I'm not a Kanye fan. I, I've only listened to one song from him. Uh, I wasn't allowed to listen to his music as a kid because my sister thought he was a member of the Illuminati. Which, you know what, I, 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 I kind of... <laughs> I think she was right, actually. Yeah. I'm glad she did that. Uh, the only album I liked is the one that uh, that would be called Hitler, apparently. So that's been kind of a weird Are you telling me that, that Josiah W. Sutton likes Hitler? <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I liked Ye. I, I, I didn't listen to much before that. I, I know of it. I've listened to some of it, but yeah. I I know I know much more about uh, the South Park. Poc. But what the fuck is my New York accent coming out? South Poc. I know much more about like the uh the South Poc gay fish song, which is very funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also I should I should note that uh every rap artist that we talk about here, including Kanye, would have been murdered during the height of the East Coast, West Coast <laughs> beef in the nineties. All of these people are fucking losers. Yeah. Um I I, I you know, I uh I forgot was never really paying attention to like the early stages of of his career but like what distinguished him is that he was a normal clean-cut guy in the hip-hop world like sort of a he had a very suburban sensibility and that was kind of like the new thing in the early 2000s um right so it's it's just wild that his his arc is is normal guy least normal guy because you had so the leading figures of uh I mean, obviously Biggie and Tupac, but the actual like leading figures of the record albums during the East Coast West Coast rivalry was Suge Knight, who is in prison right now. Yep. Uh, and Puff Daddy, who has um, who is possible, very uh, much so somehow involved in something that happened to to uh, to Tupac, probably less yeah. less of a case than Suge Knight, who definitely was a facilitator of of, uh, of Biggie dying. Oh, yep. man. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> we're not gonna get too either, deep into that. Either, that's, I either way, like, I could, yeah. that's a whole episode of me talking about. Yeah. Uh, also, I could talk about the my, my dad's time as a DJ during the East Coast West Coast uh, rivalry. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, that okay. That what we man, should what? do like a man. We should what launch is... a Patreon. That's a Patreon episode. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Jack Senior talking about his DJ days during the East West rap war. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, that rock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's start with. Uh, I'm going off of a. Hold on. Let me. The New York Times has a pretty good timeline of events. The first, we should start here with September 15th, the Paris Fashion Show. So in mid-September, yeah, this of, of this year, uh, Yi, no, I'm not going to call Kanye Yi. I'm not doing that. I, I I think it's very annoying that people like Alex Jones are very attuned to him calling himself Yi, yet will have a goddamn aneurysm when a trans person just wants to be referred to as their correct pronouns so no i'm not doing that here kanye notified gap that he was terminating their much anticipated partnership and said that he would move ahead with his plans to open his own stores uh gap said in the statement that their visions were not aligned i should also state that kanye has his own school called the donda academy that is not accredited that seems to be some kind of christian christo fascist cult that he's training children into where they also take a pledge of allegiance to donda (laughs) 
I, I knew I knew it was like some Trump Academy style fraud, but I did not realize that. Oh was, no, this is not that's full... not a fraud. This is this this is a genuine belief from from Kanye. He's not doing this to <sighs> So October so that was September fifteenth. October third, a little two weeks after, Kanye made a an off-scheduled appearance at the Paris Fashion Show Week to present his latest fashion collection under his uh, his label YZY, formerly known as Yeezy. I think we everyone here we know what what these were. Uh, if you don't, please say so. Josh, do you know what these were? Uh, what? Uh, vaguely. Uh, remind me. <laughs> So he began his presentation with a ramble of speech where he talked about his critics, which is not a surprise. I should also note that before all this, Kanye went through a divorce with Kim Kardashian. He also got really, really crazy about Pete Davidson, whom was dating Kim after the divorce, and uh, sent multiple threats to this dude. As should be noted, Pete Davidson is Jewish. This will come up later. <laughs> Move along. Don't read into it. After that weird rambling speech, which becomes a, a thing for him afterward, uh, he put out uh, that this will be his fashion line. He wore an oversized shirt with White Lives Matter on the back. Uh, he okay, yeah, yep, it's coming Candace back. Candace fucking Owens. That this was a, a collection with her. Oh, yeah. And she was trying. I mean, side note, wasn't she trying to like like Kanye was supposed to buy Parlor because she's married to the guy who owns Parlor, who, who owns Parlor. Uh, and I think that deal just crashed and burned this week. Well, because of what we're going to get because, to. Because of the topic at hand. Yeah. Uh. So Kanye was then restricted by Instagram and Twitter October. So this span is from the 7th to the 9th of October. So he suggested on Instagram that Sean Combs, the rapper known as Diddy, was being controlled by Jewish people. <laughs> he made multiple Instagram stories about this. Uh, so... Kanye's account was restricted by Instagram that day because he was saying that Diddy was... And the reason why that happened was Diddy came out and said, Hey, you know, Kanye, I've, like, backed you. You're my friend. You're my, like, you're my boy. But I... Man, I can't... That White Lives Matter shit, I can't... I can't buy that. That shit kills us. You can't do that. Right. Well, and, and this is this is exactly, like, kind of the whole... I mean, this is, like, Trump syndrome. This is, like, a lot of these guys, the kind of insanity that comes with, like, the internet style of discourse, the way that we have, like, this rapid, you know, 24-hour news, you know, like, instantaneous news cycle, is that he goes from... He does something edgy, he gets pushback, and then he takes that pushback as conspiratorial, and it just keeps feeding. Boy, boy, do we do we have some some things to cover when we get to the Alex Jones interview? Boy, is there a lot to cover there? So he's restricted because of of that, uh, and it should be like Diddy is the like did that video was the most tepid. It was like like a very friendly, hey man, please don't do this, and that's how he responded. So a day later, he lashed out against Jewish people in a series of tweets. Uh, he tweeted that he would soon go to DEFCON 3, odd, all caps, Jewish people. Yep, I, okay, that's coming back to, like, I've already memory hold so much of this. Yeah. Like, it just, uh, there's been so much in such a short period of time. All right, so. Now it's we're coming at, back we're at We're at DEFCON 3, okay, fuck. We're at DEFCON 3. The tweet goes, DEFCON 3, all caps, Jewish people. So the tweet was was removed by by Twitter. This is the pre Elon buyout, by the way. Right. But this is while that shit is going on. So 
his Twitter account was locked for violating the platform's policies. Uh, it was restricted on Twitter and Instagram. So that meant like his accounts were still active, but that he couldn't post anything for this selected period of time. This happened to me when I made a joke about genociding uh, red atheists. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they fucking made me delete it. That's what makes me so upset. I had to delete the tweet. That's bullshit. God damn it. So (sighs) this put him at odds with his main collaborator that has made him a billionaire, Adidas. Now, do you know what what, what company Adidas... Adidas sneakers, everyone has a pair has had a pair of adidas before do you know what country adidas is from germany germany oh. and so, so then they have specific <laughs> laws about nazi kind of vibe stuff right yes yeah, yeah. so they got, got an issue with trouble. that <laughs> yeah right right so okay their collaboration with the Yeezy sneaker brand was estimated to be worth billions that's why Kanye was listed as a billionaire so it said that they put their relationship under a review. Uh, <laughs> Kanye then would like fire back that he doesn't need them, you know, yada, 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 yada. The company that's currently under, because they did something very gross, uh, Balenciaga, who Kanye was partnered with. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's a yeah, whole thing. We're not going to get into it. They're, yeah. they're gross, but they're also not. Uh, a indicative of a QAnon uh, Adrenochrome yeah, cabal. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. they're just gross in the way high fashion is gross already. Yes. It's yeah. just, which is a weird thing to say. They're just gross like this, but they're just right. normal gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a new variety of gross. Uh, <laughs> not that this is really a new variety of gross either. It's just all the that's fair. All the greatest hits of the early 20th century coming back. Uh, Hell yeah. Man, I can't. Do the 30s speed run. Hell yeah. It's it's awesome. I love it. So they deleted pictures pictures and videos of him from their shows. Vogue, Runway did the same thing. And Vogue magazine that they said that they would no longer work with him. So October 15th, shit begins to heat up. So during an interview on the podcast, Drink Champs, uh, Kanye falsely said that George Floyd died from fentanyl use, which the family of George Floyd is looking into suing him from this. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. As, as they, they should. should. What what we're kind of setting up here is like, because so, you know, this isn't a this isn't a show about celebrity gossip or anything. Why this starts becoming important beyond just him, you know, making a public ass of himself, which is one of our funny like favorite things to talk about. Um, people making an ass of themselves publicly is that um, fucking like the right wing media establishment. Ever since they took the phrase cancel culture into their, you know, speech, loves to rally around these kinds of guys that are getting like deplatformed or whatever, who are, you know, shitting the bed publicly. They like to take those guys and go, no, no, this is a secret cabal of people fucking this person over. And, you know, they notice what they always they they like to leave. Yeah, they like to leave the quiet part out. They don't say it out loud. It's it's clear yeah. what they a lot of these people mean when they say that, but they don't want to say it explicitly. Kanye is is saying it explicitly. Well, and, and this is exactly it. Like, not to jump ahead too much here, but part of like why why Kanye is kind of a weird case of this, and why I, I do think it's worthwhile talking about him is because most people know this song and dance really well. What they do is they get accused. Of, you know, they get canceled. 
whatever, right? And then they show up on Fox News. They, they, you know, like tidy themselves up a bit in a way that if you just watch that segment without knowing what they did, you could be like, this normal guy, what happened to this normal guy? He, you know, you know, rather than he, he made a public PR spectacle, you can be like, oh, this normal guy is getting bombarded by the woke school, you know, blue hair leftists. Um, but that's not what like happened with Kanye because Kanye starts doing his round of, of, of the, you know, the, the media rounds that he starts doing and he is freaking out the people that normally do this song and dance with someone, you know, because he, because he doesn't know how he doesn't to, have a fucking filter. dog whistles. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he like, he's not used to like this political game. He's not. So that's no, why he just feels being completely unfiltered when he goes through this, which exactly we will see when we get to it excites Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes so, is one of the only guys that doesn't, who's also doesn't mince words often. So he said that George Floyd died from fentanyl use, not from, uh, you know, having a knee on his neck for eight minutes. He then said that the Jewish media and the Jewish Zionists were at fault for feeding a paparazzi frenzy and canceling his shows. October 17th. So the parrot company of Parler, uh, social media platform known for its uh, Nazi audience said that he was going to buy the site for a disclosed sum of money, which as things are right now, um, probably is not going to happen. Right. <laughs> George Farmer, the chief executive of Parliament's parent company, uh, Parliament Technologies is married to Candace Owens, who had partner with, with Kanye, who also was running damage control with Kanye, which I don't think she's doing anymore because, well, we'll get to it. So, the fallout begins to build. So Balenciaga's parent company, Caring, told Women's Wear Daily that they're not going to work with, they have no plans to work with Kanye anymore. Creative, The Creative Artist Agency, one of the world's biggest booking agencies, said that they weren't going to represent him anymore. Uh, the studio MRC announced that they were... They were gonna make like a... They were about finished with this massive documentary on Kanye's career, and they said that they weren't... They were canceling it now. It was not going to be released. And the biggest thing, which has plummeted Kanye's net worth, has been his official... Adidas officially announcing that they were ending... They were breaking contract with him and ending their about like decade-long partnership. And that they're going to have to figure out what to do with all of these Yeezy sneakers now. They said that it would cost around like 250 euros, which... 250 million euros, which translates to 246 million. Uh, so the partnership accounted for about like 1.5 billion of Kanye's net worth. And without it, he would lose his billionaire status. The chief executive of Spotify, however, said that he was not going to remove Kanye's music from the platform because his music did not violate uh, Spotify's anti-hate policies, which... I mean, fair. However, I think the fact that yeah. we now know that he was going to title Ye Hitler maybe gives some new perspective <laughs> on things. Yeah, maybe. So October 26th to the 27th, Kanye's enterprise beyond fashion is getting a lot of pushback. Aaron Donald of the LA Rams and Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics said on Twitter they were cutting ties with Donda Sports, which was his marketing agency because of you know, the anti-Semitism that he was just continuing to double down on, that there was nothing wrong about it. There was a podcast episode that he was going to be on from another podcast that he did an interview in that they they just have not released the episode because apparently how anti-Semitic he got. Like, it was so blatant and so 
on like there was no way you could edit around it to try and make him seem not wow. blatantly insane. So they cut ties with him. October 26th, uh, the organization of two prominent high school, like high, high school basketball tournaments, uh, revoked invitation for uh, the Donda Academy team because, yes, there is a basketball team for Donda Academy. Also, fun fact Don, one of the sports that Donda Academy teaches is parkour. <laughs> Nice. That is that is the most mid-aughts thing I've ever... <laughs> really, really does fit for the general conception of Dada Academy, which uh, they, like, announced that around this time, they announced that they were going, they were closing down. But then the next day, they, they said, we're not closing down. Like, they said they were going to close down in, like, the middle of the school year. And then the next day, they said, wait, no, actually, we're not closing down. Praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ha, 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 ha. Everything's going great. So they, the Don Academy's team was not going to play, which I, I'm going to say, I feel no sympathy to the parents who put their children in Don Academy. I feel no, no sympathy no, for these people. No, no, no. You decided to right. put your child in Kanye West's private weird Christian college, uh, weird Christian, Christian, like middle school through high school. Fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, so so he founded. Uh, so Don Academy is in the Simi Valley of California. It's named after his mom. Uh, it's not accredited and was originally built around online learning, but then they actually built a physical location. So the same day, the footwork company Skechers uh, announced that <laughs> this is. And I completely forgot about this thing. So Kanye had been escorted from its corporate offices because he just kind of came in and tried to to pitch an idea for a new collaboration <laughs> after Adidas dropped him. And something that he did not know, apparently, is that Skechers' uh, uh, founders and owners are Jewish. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Amazing. Good. Narrative. Definitely not. Definitely not feeding into something here. De- definitely not feeding into uh, something which has already been been building. So he put on the Green Champs. He did that interview with. Oh, he did an interview with Chris, Chris Cuomo where he said that the. Oh my God, the Jewish underground media mafia uh, was was canceling him, and that his. Ah, oh, good lord! That de- that his DeathCon three remarks were prompted by the quote-unquote Jewish record labels that not only take control of publishing, but on the culture itself. He is going, like, and I don't, again, we don't know when he meets Nick Fuentes and when he gets introduced through this. I have no idea if it was through Candace Owens or if it was through, or if, like, Nick Fuentes contacted him or what have you. I have no idea how... Yeah. Like, yeah, how I mean, that happened. But clearly, like, I think this is before, and it's clear that he has, because, like, by the time that we get to the Alex Jones interview, it is, it's very precise what his, like, the, yeah, like, it's very precise, like, the, the, his, his verbiage, but at this point, this is just pure id, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pure just reacting to, like, you know, it just so happens that some of the people he felt slighted him were Jewish. Um, And so then he's starting to like build up this case against us, you know, that group of people. And then this is like, you know, like I'm saying, the the, the right wing media establishment 
froths at the mouth when they see somebody doing this kind of thing because oh we've got another example of a guy getting canceled or whatever and then you know like people like nick but Fuentes or whatever like talking. we can yeah we could but like people like nick fuentes or whatever like we could genuinely platform anti-semitism I mean, with this guy yeah this is this is like you know for sort of the fuentes and like uh, i probably even shouldn't even speculate on that i mean i, I was uh, cause it was just a tweet. I have nothing to back that up. Just kind of like how somebody pointed out that like Fuentes's streaming website costs a lot more to run than he could possibly be making in revenue. So probably, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, you know, what, whatever creep it's cook money, it's teal money, who knows? Yeah. Uh, right. But he's probably got some, some weirdo uh right-wing backers for sure so i, yeah, I want no, to get I, to I this agree. this part for october 19th when he he appeared on pierce morgan uncensored pierce morgan's an asshole fuck pierce morgan yeah yes. fuck, fuck just pierce felt morgan. like putting that yes. there so yeah. he then Kadi went hotep and asserted he did not he didn't just go hotep he went to the black hebrew israelite he said that he's actually <laughs> jewish oh god yeah oh. yeah this is a this is a quote from Kanye. Uh, quote Kanye: "I am a person that is classified as black." He said, "I classify myself as as Jew. I want to prove that first of all that I am Jew. Also, do your research on it. We've had our culture ripped from us." Unquote. Good fucking god! I knew that this, this shit was gonna happen. Like Kanye's always had this this kind of thing going about him, especially like the most recent shit with the saying that slavery was a choice like i i knew that there was this this weird black conservatism that was bubbling under the surface but then this shit and then to have him just declare that he's a black hebrew israelite was very on brand for the trajectory that i kind of saw this going uh he he before Adidas dropped him, he said, the thing about being Adidas is like, I can literally say anti-Semitic shit and they cannot drop me, he said. And then they did. And then Adidas dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so, yeah. We're, so, this, you, we all know how this, how this goes. Through October, we just see this further, further... Um, uh, oh, also, the Alp, he wanted not just title Yi Hitler, he wanted to title it Adolf Hitler, full name. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. So he plummeted from three. End of October, Elon Musk gets Twitter. Uh, he held an impromptu press conference where he <laughs> read a list of top media and entertainment executives who were Jewish. Oh my God! That oh, okay? Vaguely remember that too. How this all went memory hold? I forgot about so much yeah. of this shit, but it all makes sense when you get to where we are right now. Yeah, like it's a. I mean, it's it. It's a linear development. Like there is some coherence to it. There is a narrative to it, but yeah, yeah, it's I, but yeah, but I mean, it, it, it culminates in, well, we're jumping ahead. Let's keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah. But let's push uh, through. Yeah. So Kanye in November 4th, 2022. So uh, before that, uh, a Bloomberg report stated that like Adidas, they lost a, like 40% of their profits from dropping this. 40% of their Yeah, again, but it's, the, but it was radioactive. I mean, right. it, yeah. it makes perfect touch, sense. Like, you can't yeah. touch this shit. And also they're a German company. They also, they additionally cannot touch yeah. this shit. Oh yeah. They're, they're walking into like lawsuits and shit. Yeah. Like no. So November 4th, 2022, Kanye tweeted, uh, Kanye tweeted, started to think anti-Semitic means N word. He did not say N word. 
it, it was uh, it was it was deleted. November eighth, twenty twenty two, uh, Candace Owens she clarified her stance on Kanye, saying that he did make anti-Semitic uh, racist remarks, but that she will stand by him as he weathers this tremendous storm. <laughs> she added that she also stands with her Jewish friends and supporters who have endured what may uh, have felt like a very heavy silence from her. Uh, also, while we're talking about this, about this, fuck Candace Owens, the biggest oh, Uncle yeah. Tom who has ever existed. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. When you look Uncle Tom uh, up in the dictionary, it's just a picture of Candace Owens. <laughs> the quite Josiah leave this in. She is the prototypical house nigger. <laughs> wow. No, no bleeping. Don't bleep that. All right, all right. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I feel very confident saying that about <laughs> Candace Owens. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Further from that, so November 10th, 2022, after severing ties with Kanye, Adidas pledged that they were going to donate to the Anti-Defamation League, and Kanye further... So, all right, next day, uh, Kanye tweeted, uh, Tour reinstated Kanye a month after he was blocked for violating its rules because Elon likes Kanye a lot. He's his buddy. There's a meme that I love, which is just a picture of Elon and Kanye with... Uh, Listen, liberal, I'm divorced. <laughs> um, which seems to be the reason why both of these two middle-aged men are doom-spiraling in a right-wing downturn yeah. that is slowly destroying them. It, it's pretty wild how this is, like, all of a piece, and there's this uh, this very big, like... Uh, right, the, the, the alt-right, the Trump-right, is having this, like, dog-catches-the-car moment on this massive, mm-hmm. very public uh scale and yeah it's kind of funny in some aspects and but yeah. it's reflective of like some extremely horrifying and violent trends so i really don't want to like like i i mean the right i just want to underline like this is like an unprecedented mainstreaming of anti-semitic discourse discourse in american culture like not since yeah. the days of who was that catholic radio that that catholic uh, priest with the radio show father yeah. coughlin father coughlin, father coughlin. yeah this isn't like not since Father Coughlin. <laughs> yeah, we we haven't seen this shit since. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, in a long time. This is because this was <laughs> after the Holocaust. It was pretty well established that. Oh yeah, no, we this is mm-hmm. we we shouldn't do this. This is the consequences of language like this. It leads yeah. to genocide. Yeah, I, I'm blanking on the name, but there was a there was a race scholar I read at one point who had at um at. In, in his book on like the history of racism and talked about how the Holocaust gave a bad name to anti-Semitism. Like that was the kind of language he used. Yeah. It, it made it not uh, a tenable thing anymore to just openly talk about, you know, you had to kind of like, hide you, it. There were, you were real, it. Yeah. It, it was something that um, I remember reading about when it came to light, what Italy had did in Ethiopia, even hardline segregationist racists in the U S thought, mm-hmm. Oh, Oh no, we didn't mean. I don't want that. Yeah, there's something about you know, and I mean, uh, at that same scholar, I'm blanking on his name. You know, even even um, goes as far as to point out that like you know, there, there's a reason that people do Holocaust denial. You know what I mean? Like that, that there's a reason that anti-Semitism does Holocaust denial because they, there's very few people that are going to go Holocaust was good because uh, it's just it's just such an abasement of like you know. 
human uh, basic human, human morality yeah, yeah exactly and then and, and you can see yeah, kanye is falling into holocaust denial as well which we haven't yeah. gotten to yet but yeah he, he's doing the same thing so when he was reinstated the he tweeted testing to see if my twitter is unblocked he then wrote a following tweet that was shalom smiling face oh fuck that Ugh. fuck you you dipshit i hope that 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 kim sends a uh, a video of pete davidson fucking her <laughs> i hope yeah. i i truly hope that that's that that's just what his inbox is filled in right now uh, if somehow we could just flood his inbox with pete davidson has a bigger dick than you you know just to i mean just to like you know add to it it would be this is some pretty crass speculation here but it would be pretty funny if it turned out like kanye was a premature ejaculator and like the whole thing with pete davidson is the meds he just can't come like he can go forever <laughs> i mean i i yeah I, again i i can only i can only speculate i don't i don't know the details of uh no that that uh, is that is crass speculation but... josh however i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> I, I also fun fact uh, we're gonna get to this later because he gets to an anti-Semitic talking point during the Alex Jones show, but he was a he was really into porn to the point where he was just watching like hardcore pornography in the middle of a meeting and would have people like would make people like watch it with him. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, so he's going like full Clarence Thomas too. Yeah, <laughs> there's oh. something about black conservatism <laughs> and being a goddamn creep. <gasps> Oh I wonder what, it, what 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 that's all about. So, November November twenty second, uh, Kanye took Holocaust denier, white supremacist, uh, cat boy enjoyer Nick Fuentes to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> what people calling me gay because I've never had a girlfriend? I think if anything, if anything, it makes me less gay. If anything, it makes me not gay. As opposed to less gay, not that there's any gay, but it makes me not gay. Well, because think about it this way. You know, a gay person, gay people do date girls all the time. Really. And when I said on Elijah Shade for Show, and they said, have you ever been in a romantic relationship? Have you ever had sex with a girl? And I said, no. If you name searched me on Twitter, as I always do, gay people are coming out and saying, I've had more girlfriends than Nick. I've I've had sex with more girls than Nick. So like I said last week, not only is not only is that thinking flawed, but actually it's the reverse. That actually makes me really more heterosexual than anybody. If if we're being if we're really being honest, never having a girlfriend, never having sex with a woman really makes you more heterosexual. Because honestly, dating women is gay. Having sex with women is gay. And having sex with men is gay. And then, you know, it's really, it's all gay. And if you want to know the truth, the only really straight heterosexual position is to be an asexual incel. That's it. So that's all there is. Being a MGTOW asexual incel is really the straightest position that you can have. Ha- having sex in itself is gay, I think. I think that uh, it's really a gay act to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Like. Okay. I this 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 occupied like brain space for me for quite a bit this week uh, was uh, just the fact that like okay your your entire audience depends on you like not even kissing someone 
Like, yeah. like he almost lost his eye. Like that's what prompted the like fucking women is gay thing was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like his audience figuring out that he kissed a girl. He did kissing with the lady. Yeah, man. So was that was that a... song that Katy Perry did was actually about Nick Fuentes? Yes. I kissed a girl. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I so what, he met up with... I liked it. I hope the groypers don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it felt okay, so yeah, wrong, yeah. but it felt so right. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us to the present. We're, we're spending too much time <laughs> right. on Kanye. There's too many <laughs> Okay, we were like, right. we're going to do a brief we're, thing on Kanye, and then now we're like, we're, okay, here's the history. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. I'm sorry. We're getting there. Okay. Meeting with Donald Trump. Uh, Fuentes, uh, big dipshit. Praised Hitler, makes racist comments about black people, but mm-hmm. it makes an exception for Kanye because he could be the black face of white supremacy. Yep. So yep. Fuentes yep. also was present at the Unite the Right rally, which I think is going to go down to history as one of the watershed moments for the American right. As in that this, yeah. this along with like the fact that like this midterm seems that a lot of people are not down with this kind of shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the numbers are in. Like this stuff isn't popular. This does not get people on your side. It just attracts which they know. fanatics. They know which yeah. is yeah, why but, they're but, going for more demagogue tactics of trying to get power so that they can yeah. get rid of the means of popular dissent yeah they're, they're not democrats like in the small d sense like they, they don't care and they're not even really populists outside of aesthetic you know what i mean like they, they yeah, yeah they don't care what the people think um, oh no 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 they absolutely do not care that is that's something that's gonna come up with the alex jones interview where they like fucking blasphemy laws that you cannot be a democrat in this like you cannot want democracy yeah. and also want fucking blasphemy laws right yeah. So so the recent like tour that he took that kind of started with the Mar-a-Lago thing, Nick Fuentes and Kanye together, right? Yeah. He announced that he was around too, huh? after like and Milo, after yeah. the after the visit on November twenty fifth, he announced that he was gonna be running for president and that he asked Trump to be his running mate. Uh he according to Kanye, he said Trump was really impressed with Nick Fuentes. Uh, according to the video, however, the meeting went south when Trump insulted Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kanye claimed Trump started screaming at him and telling him that Kanye would be defeated in the presidential election. I believe all of this. I do think that happened. I think that's true. I think just I, I can totally see that, that, that Trump would just offhandedly insult Kim Kardashian and apparently his children, too, because that's something that Trump does. <laughs> and then as we trump. mentioned kanye also offered trump to be his vice president which is very funny um which trump got <laughs> so upset about oh yeah oh yeah so trump responded to the criticism about the meeting with with kanye and fuentes in a statement on his multiple statements from his uh from from truth social uh follow Berg on truth social by the way uh he yeah follow me that kanye uh was unexpe- unexpectedly showed up with three friends whom he knew nothing about one of them was milo yiannopoulos he added that the <laughs> dinner was quick and uneventful they then left for the airport in a follow-up post trump claimed that kanye was asking for advice concerning some of his difficulties particularly having to do with his business he added that he told kanye not to run for president because any voters who may have, uh who may have voted who may vote for you should vote for Trump. 
He added that he and Kanye got along great. He expressed no anti-Semitism, and I appreciated all of the nice things he said about me on Tucker Carlson. Why wouldn't I beat him? <laughs> also, I didn't know Nick Fuentes. <laughs> oh, God. So from here, he goes to what? The Tim Pool interview would probably that's, be the next one, That's when one, we right? get to the, yeah. to the Tim oh, Pool yeah. interview. Uh, yeah, let's. So the Tim Pool interview is when uh, he appeared with Fuentes and Ianopoulos on the po- on Tim Pool's podcast. Tim Pool, by the way, uh, the the Beanie Boy is a uh, is a dipshit who is wrong all the time and is a uh, should not be listened to on any occasion. On any occasion, however, this starts the trend of the last of the t- the most recent like Kanye trend, which is like him showing up on these right wing shows and making the host seem like the most reasonable person in the room, which is insane well, when you're giving, talking about like, Tim Pool or Alex Jones. <laughs> they keep giving him opportunities to try to cloud this at dog whistles, and he just doesn't. And this pleases <laughs> and the and Yiannopoulos like immensely. So I'm, I'm just shaking my head at this point. Like it's yeah. So, Poole said that he felt that they had been unfair to to Kanye. Who is they, though, Kanye asked. We can't say who they is, can we? Poole said that he met the corporate press, to which Kanye responded, what do you mean? What do you mean it's not the Jews? And walked out of the interview. (laughs) And uh, Tim Poole's like, I don't think when I say they, I don't think that I mean the same thing that you guys mean. (laughs) Oh my god. Well but and the thing is like even even interview. if Tim Pool isn't like a straight anti Semite, um, I don't believe like, he is I think he's a, just a grifter. Like this this really does show the extent that the, like the whole the woke mob, the the you know, the underground deep state shit is it, it's it's always so like linked to anti-semitism even if you the person expressing the view isn't anti Semitic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 got a proximity to it. You know, not not all conspiracy theories for sure, right. but I like because I yeah yeah I, I I am a defender of conspiracy theory as a way of making sense of the world. Um, it's just like the most important association is class. Like that's it. Yes, right. Yes, <laughs> but like the issue that the issue said, though, is it like, always somehow finds a way to end up in anti-Semitism though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. always find a way to do that, and you know, and that's the thing, like the, the woke stuff the there's like, you know, the secret cabal of woke groomers thing, you know, it's, it's, it's going to go anti-Semitic at some point, oh, like yeah. in general, like it just is because it's an old type of slander, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, you know, this is Nazi shit, right? You know, so it's, Oh, it goes be It's, it's been like the blood level. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. The, this goes we're, back. We're, Boy, we're we're about to get to that. So, <sighs> before we get to the Alex Jones interview, November thirtieth, Benjamin Netanyahu, who is a monster, uh, yeah. spoke out about Kanye's dinner with Trump in an interview with Barry Weiss, who was also a dipshit. Uh, <sighs> he said, "I condemned Kanye West's anti-Semitic statements." Netanyahu said, "Straight away, I thought that they were just wrong and misplaced, and I think that that's what I uh, what I would say about President Trump's decision to dine with this person." I think it's wrong and misplaced. I think it's a mistake. December 1st, 2022, Kanye... 
pushed Holocaust denialism in an interview with Fuentes on Infowars. Okay, here we go. So this is the one where yep. he, this is the, the, the everyone has, you have heard clips from this, where Kanye says the shit that he says that it's, it, I, it's fucking crazy. I, I haven't even, even been able to like bring myself to like watch clips. I've just like seen screenshots and quotes and stuff. And I'm like, eh, that's I, enough for me. I get it. I didn't watch I, all of it. I, I did watch some of it. It is, it. I watched like an Alex hour of it. It's. Yeah, I think bad. I watched two hours. Dude, that's, Alex that's Jones like, tries to go ahead. Yeah, uh, that's more psychological damage than I can withstand right now. Uh, I'm still yeah. replenishing my my hit points. Uh, Fair. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's like almost hypnotically insane. Um, because like, like Kelly and I threw it on and we were laughing, like we'll just watch like five minutes of it. And then like, we just were stuck watching it. Like we couldn't feel like we could escape it. Cause it's just like, so it's kind of like Videodrome. Yeah. It's like video. Yeah. It's like Videodrome. <laughs> Long live the new flesh. Um, it is, no, it's a fucking nightmare. It's, it's, uh, the most unhinged thing I've ever watched. I think, um, it, it, yeah, like I can't even capture how unhinged it is i don't suggest people watch it though no, <laughs> like i also that's not, that i i, I, I listened to it and it it's fucking every, unbearable everything you need to know is contained in the words uh kanye west on Infowars with nick fuentes like yeah and it yeah, doesn't go deeper than that <laughs> where they <laughs> they bring up he brings up multiple he says that uh anti-semitic comedian owen benjamin that uh that he's actually a he's a he's a good guy, and that um, Dave Chappelle stole his jokes from Owen Benjamin. Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. There's uh, all he sorts also of insane makes the shit. like the anti-Semitic. He makes like the anti-Semitic uh, conspiracy theory that 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 uh, pornography is a way of controlling uh, the Gentiles. Mm. Yep. Yep. Comes from I I I can't imagine I that there's some connection between him being a uh, like him being a creep about pornography to where he also then makes the, like the damaged goods thing about sex workers, that sex workers are inherently were inherently that all sex workers were abused and that this is a part of a system of exploitation, which there's there's an argument that like the, you know, that the porn, that the porn industry is, is based on like the system of, of immense exploitation of vulnerable groups of people. However, saying that all sex workers are, are inherent, that they're all damaged is gross. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. That's an inherent. I I will not abide by that shit. That's no, disgusting. No, no like, but it, it is. Yeah. Good. Oh yeah, just to say that like uh, sex work is no more inherently exploitative than capitalism in general. It's just a, it is it is a gray area of the economy that exists with far fewer legal protections than other other forms of work. That's really right. it. Full stop. <laughs> right. But like, you know, when he gets into some of that stuff, it, it again, there's no like he is definitely going through a mental problem. I, I don't want to speculate too much on this, but it's pretty clear he's he's got some some mental issues that he should not be parsing out in public right now. Um and it, it's 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 present in his like trains of thought in the interview because they don't they don't correlate in like like he'll he'll be mid-sentence talking about you know, trying to explain to Alex Jones, like when, when he's, you know, he's talking about how like all the record labels are Jewish or whatever. And then like, just pivot all of a sudden and be like, I used to be addicted to pornography, but you know, I haven't even watched any today. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to mention and the whole Nick Netanyahu was, like, thing. Smiling. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so he appeared on the show in a full mask balaclava without the eye, without eye holes. And he brought props with him. He did some. So, Josiah, you were a comedian. You were a stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't do uh, prop comedy. You were a you were a prop prop comic. But are you familiar with prop comedy, like vaguely? Yes, yes. So yeah. you'll maybe you'll find some way to appreciate what Wakade was attempting to do here. So he brought some puppets for the show. Uh, he uh-huh. brought a. A, like a net that you use for fish, like in a fish tank. Yeah, yeah. And a, a bottle net. of Yoohoo. Uh. <laughs> and he said, it's Netanyahu. Net and Yoohoo. Netanyahu. And he did this voice of like, oh yeah, Kanye, I'm going to take away your children and ruin your life. Yeah, in like a high-pitched voice while like wiggling the net. And, yeah, uh, you know, Alex is just like, it, yeah, Alex is just like stunned. And, you know, Alex even makes a comment. He's like, I, we need to take the mask off. Is this Kanye? He doesn't even know. Like, is this, and is this, are we sure that this is <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he straight up says that at some point. But yeah, he's just sort of like, yeah, I'm done now. And then, like, you know, Alex is trying to save the show. And he'll be like, okay, uh, yeah, but like going back to the whole demons possessing the brother, you know, trying to like bring it back into topic. And then Kanye will just cut him off and he's like, yeah, I know it's not ya- you know, Yahoo, it's Yoohoo, but like I still thought it was pretty funny. Like he cuts him, he cuts him <laughs> off multiple if there's a point like in the like toward the like the middle of the show where Alex just kind of gives like, yeah, I'm I'm like a guest that it's their show, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Um he's had Nick Fuentes on before and he's Nick Fuentes has usually played ball with him for, you know, covering doing the dog whistle shit. Not here. They with Kanye <laughs> in the mix, it was it was fully it's, dominated by it. Well and, and that's the thing is like because of that reputation, Alex Jones keeps like throwing the ball back to Nick to try to save things. So like Kanye's just going on an insane like <laughs> nonsense spiel. And then he'll be like uh yeah nick why don't you uh i want to hear from you and then he'll be like yeah no kanye's got a point here (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm I'm sorry uh, for like laughing at this so much because i I know it is funny but it is also serious and i don't i don't want to discount how serious this is also it's just that it's so bad shit i I don't know it's well it's inherently insane like the fact that this is a thing that like this is fucking crazy this is one of the most like deeply surreal media objects that could be could only be produced at this time like i mean Mm -hmm. let's go back like two years would anyone have ever said like kanye west is going to appear on alex jones who has been uh convicted (laughs) Uh, of um, uh, what was it slandering uh, the the Sandy Hook? Family. Yeah, like, the Sandy Hook family so, uh, yeah. out for for around a billion dollars, more than all, you know billions, uh, uh, billions of dollars, or just like a lot more money than he will ever earn or be able to pay. Like it's it's uh, yeah, um, right. Okay, so like yeah, yeah. So in the aftermath of that and some very public mouth like both of these men being kind of at their lowest point in in the public eye, like, you know, Alex Jones coming down from the high of the Trump years. Right. Um, and now, uh, (laughs) like this, this is just a convergence of media environments and personalities that I never could have predicted. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a deeply surreal and, and sort of crazy making cultural moment. 
Yeah, I, I, I think we should probably move on here shortly. Yeah, let's. We, we have yeah, other stuff. Really far too much. We, we have other stuff to get to. But regardless, I, I, I want to share yeah. like a brief thought. I guess to like kind of wrap this all up. I think that yeah, while we yeah. are all laughing about this because it is, it is fucking strange that this is the world that we live in. It's so fucking weird. But something I think to keep in mind is that. There are multiple comments on Twitter, on TikTok, on YouTube, on you know what have you, on any sort of Kanye dominate, except the Kanye subreddit, which has become a Holocaust memorial subreddit now. Oh, oh my wow. god! Uh, where where they're just posting about like facts about the about the Holocaust and uh, genocide prevention. That's good. That's and, good. Uh, also, a Taylor Swift uh, subreddit now. Oh my god! Which is so funny, but. Regardless of all of that, uh, there are many people that are backing him that are being turned to this, and I think that's dangerous. I think that we're seeing a very dangerous. normalization of yeah. – we've been seeing a normalization of fascist rhetoric. I mean, that's why this fucking show exists. But we've been seeing a normalization of fascist rhetoric, but this is – this feels like a leap. I, this feels like a mm-hmm. – like we, we've hit a, a new point in what is okay – yeah, I, to, yeah. I, to say. Yeah, I mean that. Right, just I mean the dynamic with Fuentes there. Like, I mean, this is this is a calculated <coughs> move in the culture war from from the far right. This is this is like I think they can. I'm pretty sure they consider this a coup <laughs> in some ways. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there we're seeing a splintering in the rightist. Like we're going to that. Like that it is going to too blatant and it's going too blatant or it's not blatant enough like in the case of of uh of kanye but it's yeah it's it is something to keep in mind the fact that we have like uh, steven crowder has been going on now and saying that you know that well you know there's a conversation to be had about like about this the fact that we have yeah. that with Steven Crowder, also you know, dog cum connoisseur, who was uh, hospitalized because of the amount of of, uh, of, of dog semen. Fun fact: few people know yeah, this. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, um, he voiced a and a noted noted scared guy of of Sam Cedar. Yeah, <laughs> uh, p- pissed his pants at the side of 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 Sam Cedar. Of Sam but, uh, Cedar, yeah. He yeah. he is normalizing this shit. That the fact yep. that this is that this is go this feels scary like this is not a yeah. good thing that is happening. No. I think this is primarily why for Fuentes and Yiannopoulos why they're backing West is that mm-hmm. is that they the reason why they're they're backing him on this is because they can normalize it that it can be in the political discourse mm-hmm. now and that they can get more blatant with it and that is a scary development and it needs pushback yeah i mean and this is this is like one of the celebrities one of the era defining like yeah 21st century american artists yeah right? like and and to <laughs> to see it uh i don't know yeah the 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 far right's involvement with it is is pretty disgusting. Yeah, uh, I wanted to we we let's move on here. But last thing I wanted to say is uh, I I really liked John Gans's uh, Substack um, about this whole thing recently. Uh, so I'm just going to read a quick chunk from it, um, and then we can move on here. But uh, near the end, he writes: uh, the problem of Kanye's madness implies a set of questions. 
Is this an accident brought on by temporary mental illness, or does this reflect something deeper or more problematic going on in the culture and society? Is this a real thing or a spectacle? Is fascism in our era merely uh, chimerical or a living political reality? My answer is, well, why not both? It's worth paying attention to the breakdown between fantasy and reality, art and truth itself. Um, skipping ahead here. The, today, the vanguard of neo-fascism uh, seems to once again be among those whose creative urges are trite or tasteless, forcing them to lash out in hatred. We should think of Walter Benjamin's famous statement about fascism inter- fascism's introduction of aesthetics into politics. Mankind, which in Homer's time was an object of contemplation for the Olympian gods, now is one for itself. Its self-alienation has reached such a degree that it can experience its own destruction as an aesthetic pleasure of the first order. This is the situation of politics which fascism is rendering aesthetic. He, he ends here um, that there are two possible possibilities <coughs> for post-historical humanity. Either a return to the bestial state or highly aestheticized forms of snobbery made the general condition. One thing that fascism represents in, in modern times is a possible synthesis, aestheticized barbarity. So there we go. Um, I think that's a great quote. Let's talk about the let's talk about the rail strike. Yeah, or yeah. the lack thereof, I yeah. should say. Well, uh, wildcat strike is apparently still on the table, which we'll see. Yeah, I we'll, hope so. Well, we will. Yeah. We'll see. So uh, fast. Let's let's get through this kind of fast, but let's let's go through what happened here. So um, the conditions of uh, rail workers has been not great. Uh, for a while, and uh, eventually the the union here is kind of been threatening to go on strike. Now, this is a really, really bad time for the economy for them to go on strike, which is uh, good for them. They have more leverage, right? Um, and that's because you know the holidays are coming up. It's it's Christmas yeah. time, and they picked fit like this hold... is a fantastic time to do a strike. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, they could fuck things up real hard because this is you know this is a big time. We need, you know, that you need the supply chains working and they could halt it. Um, well, fun fact, there's a bunch of old legislation that allows us to make strikes illegal in the cases of uh, rail and infrastructure like that. Um, because, you know, it can cause such big problems and we don't want the workers to have that much control. Um, so Biden went ahead, despite being Union Joe himself and being a guy who voted against this exact thing when it happened in the 90s. Um, went ahead and drafted up uh, using that law, uh, making this strike illegal. Um, this went through the House, it went through the Senate, and then it was officially passed into law as of yesterday. Um, I believe yesterday. Uh, and and this sucks. <laughs> it really sucks that they, they made this strike illegal rather than just give the union their demands. And so, like, aside from, like, raising wages and, and sick leave and all sorts that's of stuff. A sick big, leave that was the, the big biggest, that's that's the big the biggest like thing. They, was not just pay, it was sick leave. Sick leave, they, yeah. They, it, it, they failed to get even seven days. They got, with the law that was signed in, they have one paid sick, sick like, one paid sick day. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and I, I uh, actually want to shit on some politicians that I normally am pretty supportive here. Um, yeah, the squad. This year. Yeah. The squad, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Internet, right. The uh, the National DSA caucus, not uh, not proving right. too effective. Uh, so the the game plan, what they were doing here, what, what how this happened and how it didn't work out was they, they went ahead and agreed that they would vote 
uh, yes to breaking the strike, as long as then they would pass a second thing through the House, which was um, also like enforcing seven days, I think, sick leave um, on the union contract. And so, but those were sent out as two separate pieces of legislation. So the first one's a resolution to break the strike. The second one is an amendment to the resolution. Um, the resolution passes the Senate. It does not pass the, uh, er, the resolution passes the Senate. Oh, man, no. So the resolution passes the Senate, but the amendment does not. And so what that turns into is AOC, uh, I believe Ilham Omar and all of them, they, uh, they sold their sword. They, they voted for the breaking the strike with the hope that the second thing would go through. It did not. All they did was just give a green light to breaking a strike. Uh, only person to vote consistently on this in the Senate anyway was, was Bernie Sanders, who voted no to the strike, or, or sorry, who voted no to the resolution, but yes to the resolution amendment. So if the resolution would get passed, they'd at least get the sick leave. That was, that was kind of what he did. Bernie and and I think Hickenlooper also voted that way, which is hilarious. Mister yeah. chugging uh, fracking fluid on the Senate floor, Hickenlooper um, <laughs> apparently has a soft spot for unions. I don't know. <laughs> also Rubio too, apparently uh, Marco Rubio too. Also was like, yeah, no, they should get tickly. The the right wingers are just doing this to own Biden. Don't don't be don't yeah. fall. Oh, yeah, yeah, for, it's, it's nothing. No, nobody it's listening to this fall for that. Yeah, this is they're using this as a way to. To fuck with his thing. But you know what? No, I, I can't even... Because this is all of uh, on them. The fact that they're... She tweeted out uh, that, that uh, you know, stay strong. We've got your back. And then... <laughs> By like, making your strike illegal. <laughs> like, no, you actually didn't have their back at all. Yep, great. Yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's really all I can muster. It's like... Yeah. Uh. You you voted against and, them. The like the the squad of the progressive Dems voted against union interests. Fuck you. Yeah. Yep. This is. I mean, this is a. And it being this like Christmas time, this feels like a shitty Christmas movie. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> like we're at a low point. And, and, boys. and actually, the 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 fucking the press itself has been kind of framing it as like it's a Christmas miracle. Biden <laughs> saved the supply chains. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they kept. And no, it's not oh, a this Christmas. Will, this will miracle. collapse the economy. This will, like, the the good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I, obviously, <laughs> we're we're pretty left of the uh, of of the the political diagram of the United States. So we obviously have a different view of these things. Uh, good. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I think that yeah. strikes are good. And you know, if if there is a wildcat strike, you know, maybe maybe some other unions should join it too. Maybe have like a. A general strike during Christmas? <laughs> general strike. What if, like, hey guys, what if, like, oh, man. oh no, that's a Christmas movie. Oh, the, like, yeah. What, what, if, what if, like, retail workers refuse to, to show up? What if railroad workers refuse to? What if yeah, just, no just one... like, shut down the holiday profit machine? Like, man, as if, like, the past, like, the past three years haven't just been, like, every corporation hoarding money and stock buybacks. Like, yeah. Just, it, like, absolutely just stuffing their coffers it should also be uh, noted able that able to like raise prices without <laughs> any restraint it, sh- it should be noted that the rail companies do have like their excuse for why they don't why they can't provide this that time for sick leave is that they don't have anyone to cover they have too many people go out they don't have enough employees to cover this they keep this art they keep 
the number of employees that they have artificially low. They could hire more people, but they choose not oh, yeah. to. Yes, yes. This it's, is also uh, a thing in retail as well. Yeah, they, they just do this intentionally. The yeah, just in time uh, stuff. So every right, yeah, labor and supply is kept deliberately low because it's more efficient or whatever. But no, it's, mm-hmm. it's what they've calculated to maximize the most profit. You're not doing, you know, any any labor that's meant to render a system, res, you know, uh, resilient or. Uh, have any longevity to it is is yeah excised in the name of uh maximizing profit so like right Mm -hmm. any any minor disruption turns into this giant ripple effect like supply chains really haven't even recovered from 2020 you know it's no yeah it's it's just compounded stuff like the the real issue here is that uh bank balances and stock prices aren't aren't going up as fast as people want them to that's it yeah Absolutely. It's not a real problem. I, I hope that there, if there is a wildcat strike, I hope that this evolves into a, a, a snowball of a general, of a general strike. That would be a Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. That would be a Christmas miracle. That's some, that's some, it's a wonderful life shit right there. Let me tell you, uh, we should, we should all do that. You know, that's, that's the message I like. I think we should be leaving this episode with is, is everybody should do strike for Christmas. And you, you should, play uh, a bunch of... you know, let's, let's, uh, let's pray that, <laughs> that there, that, that, uh, that there is a, a, a wildcat strike. I think that that's a good thing to pray to. I, I'm and like I think teary that eyed a wonderful at, Christmas miracle. I'm like teary eyed at just the thought of like a bunch of Walmart employees standing outside on strike singing like old Lang song like that's yeah. beautiful man <laughs> i love it <laughs> what a what would that be a hell of a way to bring to usher in oh. 2020 uh 2023 yeah the the year of the war take take back that'd be awesome if we if if we could have like a like a general strike for for man Christmas. that'd be heavy that'd, that'd be so that'd be so nice yeah that would be a present um, I also wanted to throw out there, if you want someone smarter uh, than us talking about the rail strike, um, the most recent episode of Citation Needed um, with uh, with Mel Buer, um, very good. Very, very, very okay. good. Uh, cannot recommend it enough. Uh, of course, going to go with the usual Bible quote of, uh, of James, uh, chapter 5, verse, <laughs> yeah, naturally, verse 4. Naturally, naturally. Uh, Look, the wages you failed to pay the workers who mowed your fields are crying out against you. Hell the cries yeah. of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. Hell yeah. May, may the cries reach the Lord, and may they be heard, and may a strike be granted. So, yeah, it's, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be in the kind of the workers' court now. So the strike has been made illegal, but that has not yep. stopped the strike in the past. Uh, so we'll no, decide. No. I mean, they, they have the leverage. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. do. They, this is if they honestly, do it. like yeah. I've heard people compare this to the to the to the air traffic control. I honestly think that this is more significant than air traffic control. Yeah. Uh, the air traffic control union because this we are at the like this is the like we're at the beginning of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. This is the best yeah, time. They could tank to everything. Yeah, they could get everything that they want and more. Right. Right. Yeah, they could actually get what they want, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like it's it's infuriating because even the, the unions have not been even that militant in this. They've just been like, 
we will literally just compromise with just taking sick leave. And the rail companies refuse to even give that. It's like, you know, this is clearly like, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I'm infuriated at the way that the press is framing this as like a Biden success. You know, he saved the day, blah, blah, blah. When it's like, no, th- these rail companies are the ones causing the strike. You know what I mean? Like they're the ones causing this situation because they have like refused to give just like fucking basic dignity. So anyway, I, I think that the um, ultimate thing here I, should be that, you know, unions need to look into being more <laughs> organized. Uh, yeah, no, I, I guess we'll, we'll end it. Our, our overall ending thought. Well, oh, shoot, Josh, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah. I mean, just like the. um. So I, I think one sort of tidbit of labor news I heard is uh, there's a lot of um, I guess there's a UAW. Uh, I mean, it's it's not it's not the rail workers, but it's yeah United Auto Workers. I guess there's a lot of shakeup in leadership now because so the I think the historical uh <laughs> you know, a partnership with the democratic party going back to the new deal. I think that's starting to unravel. Uh, and, and it, I mean, I think it's going to depend on how union leadership, uh, turns over in the next few years and some of the major ones, but like, yeah, I think there's a shot <laughs> of, of the unions becoming more militant, uh, in the future. But I mean, it's, there's a U- lot of the UAW pieces. has, has been pretty, has had some pretty major shakeups recently with that yeah like yeah. it seems that they are that there's kind of this this growing union militancy not just with 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 the ua uh with the uaw but over, like overall it seems that there are there's at least like from union membership there seems to be like a, a push for for this which is overall a part of the the overall tendency toward unionization that we've been seeing the last like last year or so yeah well i think that's uh that's probably a good place to wrap it up here guys yeah. i think we've uh i think we've I done think it so beautiful um so well, do we do plugs now yeah let's go ahead and just do that i don't really feel like doing the whole role play thing that we usually yeah. do so <laughs> it's, we've been we're going still, for a we're while still si- some, yeah we're still it's been some like heavy bench. shit this time uh yeah um yeah, so uh, I, I'm so glad to have been joined by two good friends. Uh, why don't you uh, sign out your uh, uh, jackal? Well, everybody, you can follow me at, at jackaljester on twitter.com, where uh, I yelled at a, at, a, at a dipshit for having objectively incorrect opinions about, uh, about muscular women. So that, that's, that's, uh, that's my... Uh, I think that, that Bobby and Phil said that there needs to be a jackal signal. That has to be lit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And uh, and Josh here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Noam Chamsky on Twitter. Uh, I, I have my... Uh, I have a podcast. Um, every appearance I've been on all summer, it's like, oh, I'll get back to working on it. Folks, I haven't worked on it for one second. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, but I have I have stuff in the can that I do want to do something with eventually. So, I just want to say Odd Splice is not dead, but uh it's it's, hyper- it's not very active right now. It's um, living but, on the uh, inside roaring like a lion. Check out check out the back catalog. Uh I'll try and be more active in the Mammonberg Discord. Um I don't know. There's I'm an trying episode to work with on me stuff. On it. Go listen yeah. to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, about slasher movies. Uh, that was there's an one. old episode about uh, of me on it, and then there's a one that'll eventually come out with me on it too. Yeah. Listen to the episode with a uh, who? Who did you do that episode with about about Purge? Oh, oh yeah, yeah uh, Pat time. Pat Blanchfield and uh, Pat Blanchfield. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, and uh, Dan, um, his his friend Dan, who is a producer on their um, their live stream, which I haven't been super involved with recently, but. Um, yeah, that was really good. We we talk, it's the it's the one episode I plug because it's like the one I'm most proud of, <laughs> which isn't to say I'm not proud of uh, the episode I do did with you guys or have done with you guys. Oh, those, no, those I'm are great, but yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I can't believe yeah, you. Was, I can't believe Josh would do would do us like this, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's on the first purge and the police training film, surviving edged weapons. Uh, and it came out in the summer of 2020, pretty soon after the uprisings. So I think it, yeah. it, it captures a moment and, and wrestles with a lot of stuff that's like pretty ongoing. Um, so there's that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm doing more insular artistic stuff now, uh, trying to work on, uh, stuff that's really not going to be public for a long time, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to like make odd splice into something else. So it's, it's, it's simmering. I'm cooking. I'm just not producing much right now, right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so that's oh, yeah. my, my plugs and rationalizations. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I am Josiah Sutton. You can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter.com. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm writing, uh, writing my Substack again. Um, kind of, I'm making uh, I, I made kind of a separate Substack that it was going to get me back in the habit of writing. I'm just kind of doing some lists where I just talk about like movies I've watched recently and and you know that kind of stuff, music I'm listening to, things I'm reading, that kind of stuff. Much more like half baked thoughts rather than trying to write out like full Substack pieces weekly like I was doing until I fell off at the beginning of this year. Um, so yeah, so go check that out. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think we did it. Oh yeah! All right, get out of here! Oh, <laughs> get out of here! It's over. It's over. Get the fuck get out! Go. Kanye West. He's starting to get exhausting. Once was widely considered as one of the most brilliant minds in music. People also loved how outspoken he was. He was. Today, they wish he would shut the hell up. And just when you thought he said the wildest thing ever, he continues to up the ante. Check out what he said on an interview with Alex Jones on InfoWars. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? He also talked about the Nazis, saying that they are not bad people. Now, my next guest think Kanye should seek a form of professional hell. Rob G, taking a look at that latest video on InfoWars, your thoughts about that? Well, I, I started looking at the whole thing, and um, look, Kanye has been uh, quite different for quite some time. I, in, in some ways, should we even be surprised? Is, is, is actually the thing. Should we be surprised at some of the things you say? Yes, are some of them vile, disgusting? Uh, every now and again, you know, he says something that makes you think, but then uh, 
I've just learned at this point in time, gay is going to be gay. But, but you know what? Hey, can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Only man, you know, somebody need to take the mic. You know, why keep, you know, pull his coattails about something? You know, that's, you know, go back to Michael Jackson. How come he can get help? You know, Elvis Presley, he needed help. You know, in, in situations like this, man, the man needs help. 